The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Welcome, welcome to Grace in Focus from the Grace Evangelical Society. So glad that you are with us today. Today we have an interesting question and an important question. If you throw away your faith, or some would say if you abandon your faith, how can you still be saved? It's a question that Bob Wilkin and Ken Yates will be dealing with here in just a moment. Hope you'll stay tuned. And I want to tell you about our website, faithalone.org. Please go there to find many helpful resources. We have blogs, articles, videos, our magazine, Grace in Focus, which you can subscribe to for free if you live in the 48 contiguous United States. And the reason it's limited is because of postage costs, but you can read it online as well. And I want to tell you about our Grace Evangelical Society National Conference coming up in May. This year, 2023, May the 22nd through the 25th. Our theme is Vital Free Grace Issues. And it's going to be held at Camp Copus in Denton, Texas, right close to our headquarters. Let me just say this, you will be glad if you come. You'll hear some of the best free grace teaching you've ever heard. And you'll meet some of the nicest people you've ever met. And you may have the most fun you've ever had. Great food, great recreation, great people, great teaching. And we hope to see you there. Find out more about registration details at our website, faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. Now for today's discussion, here are Ken and Bob. We have a great question here from Rob. He asked one question, but he uses three different verses. And his basic question is, how can you throw away your faith and still be saved? Or I guess another way to say it is apostasy, maybe, what he has in mind. If you if you abandon the faith, how can you still be saved? And he refers to three different passages that he says indicate that if you abandon the faith, then you are no longer saved. And the first one is Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, which uh, I'll read. But before we do... There's a more basic point to be made. If eternal life is eternal, by definition, you can't lose it. Right. It wouldn't be eternal. Yeah. Hebrews 3, verse 12, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin— for we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. And Rob's point here is that it says here we're partakers of Christ if we continue until the end. He rightly points out that the author of Hebrews is talking to believers here. He says, beware lest any of you fall away. And so how do we deal with verses like this? There are a lot of these if statements, Colossians 1, 21 to 23, if we continue in the faith, then we're going to be found blameless and holy and beyond reproach at the judgment seat of Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 2, if you hold fast, then you will be spiritually healthy, but you've got to hold fast to the gospel in order to remain spiritually healthy. If we suffer with him. If we suffer with him, we're also going to reign with him. And I would say here, it's interesting that in verse 14, the first word is the key word. It's metakoi. 
Right. And what does Medicoy mean? It's a partner. It's a close associate. And that might be part of Rob's problem here. He's maybe, I don't know, he may be defining we are partakers with Christ if we hold fast firm to the end. Well, if you define partakers as being saved, then he's saying you've got to hold fast firm to the end. But that's not the message. In Hebrews, the Medicoy are those who share in his reign in the life to come. Right. All believers will be in the kingdom, but only some will rule with him and be Medicoy. You get the Medicoy in 3.1, and you get it back again in, what is it, one nine? Right, one nine, as he quotes there from Psalm 45. Another way to look at this word Medicoy is it's used in the Gospels, with the fishermen when they had their partners. They're mending the nets. Yes. And, and they with called their partners. with their partners. There were plenty of people who lived around the Sea of Galilee, but they weren't the partners. A close analogy would be, I'm a citizen of the United States, but I'm not a partner of Joe Biden. I'm not in his cabinet. I, right. You know, I don't have lunch with him and right. you know, we don't work together and stuff like that. Now, by the way, Medicoy is plural. Metakos is the singular and Medicoy is referring to the fact there will be many who rule with Christ. Yes, absolutely. Now, and we all can. Right. But it requires we hold fast. Yes. And so to be a Medicoy with Christ or be a partner with Christ, I need to press on. So Rob's right. Something is lost if you don't continue, but he's wrong that what's lost is your everlasting life. What's lost is the partnership with Christ. And could I also point out here in this warning passage that he's talking about Kadesh Barnea. And what happened to Kadesh Barnea? Exactly. At Kadesh Barnea, God told the people, the nation, to go in and conquer the land. So they just come out of Egypt. They've been in the Exodus. They're now coming up to the promised land. They send out 12 spies, 10 come back and say, turn back to Egypt, they'll kill us, they're too big, we're like grasshoppers. But the other two, Joshua and Caleb, they're like, God promised it, God's faithful, let's go in, we'll take the land. And they listen to the 10. And so what happened was all those under 20 died over the next 38 years. Right. That's what it means here to fall away. They did not believe that God would fulfill his promises of conquering the nations that were in Canaan. They fell away from that. But what's interesting about that is that doesn't mean they went to hell. No. It would be incredulous to think that all those people were unbelievers. What was it, two million? Most people think that's about right. Yeah, two million of these people out. They put the blood of the Passover lamb on their door. They went through the Red Sea. They got the law. God forgives them in the wilderness. He He guides them through the... And they're all unbelievers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But what did they lose? Well, they lost the opportunity, Christ partners. Now, the question is, of course... Because they still lived, right? they still had the opportunity to be partners in the life to come because over the next 38 years, they could be faithful and they could repent, right? Some of the Psalms seem to indicate that, yes, they had this opportunity and certainly would say some of them did. Yeah. The generation that dies in the wilderness, even in the in their present circumstances, they lost the rewards. I think you mentioned it, yeah. of going in and occupying these cities, eating from trees they didn't plant and crops they didn't plant, living in homes they didn't build. They lost all of that, and instead they died in the wilderness. Right. Rob also asked about Luke 8.13. That's part of the parable of the four soils. The second soil, it says, but the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And elsewhere in Luke Acts, receiving the word is 
synonymous with believing the word. But he goes on to make it even clearer. And these have no root who believe for a time and in time of temptation fall away. So they believe for a time. We're told in the previous verse that Satan snatches away the seed lest the first soil would believe and be saved. So we know from the first soil that anyone who believes is saved. The second soil says believe for a time. So Rob's interpretation is they're saved for a time and then they lose it. But the problem with that is Jesus said repeatedly, whoever believes in him will not perish, John 3.16, but has everlasting life. They'll never hunger or thirst, John 6.35. They're never going to be cast out, John 6.37. He who lives and believes in me shall never die. No spiritual death for the believer. John eleven twenty six. So, yes, these people are born again and they fall away. And instead of disproving that eternal security is true, it supports it. It shows that even falling away can't remove my eternal destiny. If we could press this just a little bit further, too, falling away, I would think Rob would say, I don't know, it's denying the faith. But couldn't we even say that in some of these cases with the rocky soil, that it's because of persecution, they just give up? Yeah. In other words, maybe I'll deny the faith. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just quit going. Maybe I'll just, you know, or whatever the case is. Well, that is a passive denial. Sure. If you're not gathering together with other believers, then you're missing out on something God has for you. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. Right. That's where God's going to encourage you. That's where God's going to give you instruction. Now, it needs to be a solid Bible-teaching church, but that's something we're commanded to do. The other thing about that soil, as you said, it produces a plant, and it doesn't bring fruit to maturity. So I think the main point here is, yes, once a person believes they're saved forever, but whether they become Christ Medicoy, or in this one, whether they go on to produce mature fruit, that is a separate question. Right. And I think he mentions one other verse. He mentions one other verse, and it's in 1 John chapter 2, verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be manifest that none of them were of us. I love Zane Hodges' commentary yes. on the epistles of John. He addresses this. And basically... John is talking about these, I think Zane calls them Antichrist, right? Mm -hmm. Who are teaching that Jesus was not the Christ. They went out from us. They had some kind of relationship with you, or at least they claim to, but now they have gone out and they are preaching a different message. And that shows that they were not from them. Right. The persons who went out from the Jerusalem church for doctrinal reasons did so showing that they did not agree with the doctrine of justification by faith alone in the Jerusalem church. Right. That doesn't prove that if someone goes out from your church, that means they're unsaved. Right. If they leave your church for doctrinal reasons, well, they may be leaving for a good reason. But even if they're leaving for a bad reason, that doesn't prove they're born again or not born again. It just says they're out of step. And John and, says they're not agreeing with us. Right. And a believer could be duped by them and do the then, same thing and the follow them. Then the believer could do that. Right. right. Well, thanks so much, Rob. We like your question. I think it's important that we realize that while we can fall away, we can't lose our salvation. But God does call on us to hold fast. So let's hold fast so that one day soon we'll hear those blessed words, well done, 
the good and faithful servant. And to do that, we need to to keep keep grace in focus. Zane Hodges' excellent commentary on Romans, entitled Romans Deliverance from Wrath, is available right now on our website, faithalone.org. Get half price through February 28, 2023, when you use the code word ROMANS. That's faithalone.org. Would you be interested in some free ebooks on topics you hear on this program? Well, if you are, you need to come visit us at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. On the site, we've got all kinds of free materials. But one of our popular options is our free ebooks on a range of subjects. They're designed to help you mature and grow in your understanding of the faith and scripture. So come visit us at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We are so thankful for our financial partners who keep us on the air. Every gift is tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can give, go to faithalone.org. Would you like to have a chat with Dr. Bob or one of the guests here on the program? Let me tell you how to reach out to the team. You can get us on our email address, which is radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. And on the next episode of Grace in Focus, how shall we explain passages that seem to indicate repentance is needed for the acquiring of eternal salvation? That's next time on Grace in Focus. Please join us. This is the Grace Evangelical Society reminding you to always keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.